and welcome to another Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine, featuring interesting, inspiring, educational, and entertaining stories, discussions, and interviews of purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Hello, everybody. This is J.W. Najarian with On Purpose Magazine, and we're really excited, and I always say we're really excited, but we're really excited because I haven't seen her in such a long time, and I've missed her, and she's wonderful, and you're going to think she's wonderful, too. Alina Fernandez. How are you doing, Alina? Hi, J.W. I'm wonderful. I'm excited to be on your show and to share with everybody, uh, hopefully, things that will skyrocket their business and just wisdom that they can implement today. Well, I, you know, what you have to give is going to definitely help them skyrocket their business. You know, I met you almost, ooh, how many years ago? Probably three years ago or more? Yes, I can't even think. three or more. <laughs> I know. Three or more. Um, <laughs> and I remember when you were just getting started and you were just finding your way around and uh, you had so much going on already, but uh, you had you have just, I mean, You've got the secret. You're getting out there, and uh, and now uh, you're helping other people do it too. And I'm so happy for you, and um, and with you with all your success. Yes, thank you so much, and and I appreciate uh, all of your support. Oh, my pleasure. You know, it's always it's always fun when I go to a conference and I see you walking through the crowd. I go, you know, I make make sure I I come and grab you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and your hugs are really nice. So I can say that you're very pleasant to be around. Well, thank you very much. Um, I consider my I consider us friends, and so we're just going to jump into this and have some fun. Okay? Absolutely. Thank you. No problem. Okay, so you're uh, a mother, a mother of two, two uh, wonderful girls. Yeah. And uh, really wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, as you know, as a single woman, it's rough out there, right? I mean, we can all agree it's it's tough for a single woman. It's Absolutely. it's tough for a guy to get a job and and work and be successful nowadays. But a single mother, that's really tough. Yes, and and actually, you know, single mother, sole mother, because I have raised my daughters all by myself, my whole family is in the Dominican Republic, where I'm from. So mm-hmm. it's been uh, really challenging to raise my daughters without a network, without a support group. And it really, it, it all started without any money or any knowledge of how to get things started. It was a lot of lack and uncertainty and really a dark moment of my life when they were only one and two. So I can tell you that I've been there. I know what it is to be uh, feel like you're stuck and feel like you have nowhere to go and don't know what to do. Right, and now your daughters are like uh, nine and ten. So uh, this is not, you know, success is not instant. It never is, and there's a lot of failure along the way as you learn what you're doing. And I know that you've had your ups and downs, um, and we will probably talk about that a little bit. But now you're a uh, you're an author, a best-selling author, an international keynote speaker, uh, an award-winning guerrilla positioning strategist, and you're. Uh, Considered what well, you are an uh, an expert success success guide, uh, trusted by thousands of entrepreneurs and but well, easy for me to say right, and some of the world's most successful leaders. Um, and I know that you are very connected now. You just said that you had no network and no money, and I know you're doing well and you're extremely connected. Um, so. Let's kind of go through the journey. I mean, you come from uh, another country. That's always, you know, that's not hard enough. Um, yeah. And most women would want to just get to work right away, uh, but you had an entrepreneurial spirit. Can you tell me about that? Oh, absolutely. My entrepreneurial spirit started when I was seven years old, uh, <laughs> living in poverty in the Dominican Republic, and we found our best toys from the trash. There was a dumpster right kind of behind my home. I lived in a Mm -hmm. little shack with thin roof, and we went to this dumpster, and I found a Highlights magazine. I don't know if you're familiar with the Highlights. Oh, yes. 
Okay. And this was a treasure. You know how they say that somebody else's trash is one person's treasure? And that was a treasure that I found. And I couldn't understand the magazine, and I used to call it Eclipse. Uh, because I didn't know how to pronounce the name. <laughs> and so, so now you know how to pronounce highlights in Spanish. <laughs> and so I decided at that moment that I wanted to learn English and that I wanted to live a life like in the Highlights magazine. And with that vision, I started my first venture as an entrepreneur, which was um, a movie theater. That's what I called it anyways. It was kind uh-huh. of a puppet show with the highlight stories that I believed that they said. I didn't understand it, but I kind of made, made them up with the pictures and cut out cardboard uh, puppets. And with that money, I was able to save enough money to enroll myself into English school. And this is why I'm speaking in English on the phone with you right now. It's because I actually have, uh, you know, with my efforts, with my vision, created everything that I have and that I am and that I aspire to be today. Wow, that's that's an incredible story. So how old are you then? I was seven years old, and I uh, I was 11 when I enrolled myself in English class. And actually, by the time I was 15, I was already teaching um, at that same school. It was it's um, it's called a university. It's kind of a technical college. And were you teaching English? Yes, I was teaching English. <laughs> oh, how wonderful! So. Um, were you still work, working entrepreneurial at that time, or, or was that your full-time yeah. job? No, absolutely. I, I organized events and that I made up. You know, I, I had a, at one point a beauty pageant that was based upon knowledge and wisdom. So wow. um, it was, um, and I actually remember being barefoot and, and having, you know, really bad shoes and going into every person of um, influence and abundance and wealth, every person that was influential in my hometown, I went and knocked on their door uh, of their home or of their business, um, you know, getting support from them for that event. And it was actually an international event, and it ended up being um, a really big event at the city hall of my town. And I was only 13 at that age, and I continued to do that. And I did so many things. I tutored um, my classmates. I, I, it's endless, really. <laughs> I could go <laughs> and on and on and on. So my, my spirit never died. I've, I've always been working for myself, um, except for when I got married and I was simply, you know, dedicated to being a, a, a stay-at-home mom, and that's when the impact of becoming a single mom all of a sudden, unexpectedly, and not being prepared, not having a plan B, um, I could actually draw from that spirit and decided that I was going to do what I knew best. And it's, you know, through my um, efforts and through ambition to be able to move forward and change my destiny and reset my life like I've done, you know, hundreds of times, it seems like. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's a theme in your life, and I want to talk about that, you know, especially because we're, we're talking about the struggles, and uh, which there are many. And one of them is, and I'll just be frank here, um, one of them is you're a very beautiful woman, uh, number one. Number two, well, you're welcome. Uh, that just happens to be a fact. Uh, you're a very pretty woman. And number two, I, I believe, I, I, I probably get it wrong, but uh, without shoes on, you're quite short. So I would say about 4'11", 5 foot. 4'9". What? 4'9"? 4'9", yes. 4'9". So I gave you a couple inches. Um, so we're, we're, well, we're talking about you going out there because women would, you know, you would think, first of all, that uh, being very good looking, uh, you would think that would be 
most women think that's a good thing until they try to get into business and then they find out it's a challenge because men don't take them, a lot of people don't take them seriously. And being four foot nine, uh, you know, it, it makes it even tougher. So you had to go up against a lot of rejection, is that correct? That is correct. You know, especially when you're working out, out of your home as an entrepreneur, that's another thing, you know, you're meeting people at coffee houses and bookstores and um, you you have an accent and you're a tiny little thing so <laughs> absolutely people sometimes I, I actually remember one time when I, I, I've been a teacher for quite a while and I was teaching this website um, class teaching people how to design websites and people, I walked into the room and there was a man, an older man, that looked at me and he said, you're not my teacher, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so you get that a lot. But, you know, it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of believing in what you do, which is, you know, the passion that you have. Um, because I think that everybody that gets into a business of some kind, especially if you're an entrepreneur, is because you believe that you have something that you need to do, like a mission that you're passionate about, and your belief in that will be, it will give you a no excuses attitude. You know, it doesn't matter what people say, do, think, believe, uh, and throw at you, you're going to just stay grounded and you're going to say, hey, I'm here to stay, and I'm here to fulfill that which I set out to do. Yes. I mean, and one of the things, one of the themes of um, what you work on, and that's the reason I kind of asked about those, the women's issues, is that you're very much into mother empowerment and women's empowerment. Is that, is that, is that not true? Absolutely. That is, that is exactly right. I... Uh, being a mom is really tough already without having to be in business for yourself and without having to to go out there and, and be an entrepreneur. So um, I think that it is very common to see women that are brilliant, that are that are skilled, that are talented and gifted, kind of hold back because they they think that they can have both. They, they're not going to be woman enough or mom enough or wife enough if they dedicate their time to live in their passion. So one of the things that I focus on is helping people balance those passions because you can have it all. It's just having a system and knowing how to manage your life so that your life doesn't depend on your work, but your work is just a part of your life, you know. And I know that you've heard this a lot, you know, they say, oh, your personal life and your work life and your business life, I think that there's just one life and that you are responsible ultimately for making it work for you and for those people that you love. So I think that in my category, I've learned the hard way for the most part, you know, that that we have to be, um, just like they say on the plane, mindful of our, of our mask before we try to help others with theirs. And the mother right. is the ultimate sacrificial, you know, the ultimate... Um, Martyr sometimes, you know, we want to help everybody, but if we're not right, if we're not following our passions, if we're not um, living a fulfilled life, we cannot share what we don't have. And, and I think that the biggest example for me is how my daughters follow the pattern that I followed in into being passionate in their own lives, and that they have learned from my example, not from, you know, a motivational speech that I've given them. Well, that's 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 really incredible. And let me let me ask you, uh, this is one of the big issues with even starting out. Before we even get into the fact of your, you know, the training and what you do, and how you empower and and, and teach people uh, all the things that you do, and that is the passion thing. 
you know, we're all told that we need to find our passion and then live our passion and work our passion. And a lot of people are very unsure of what their passion is. Um, would you rather just work with somebody who already figured out their passion and then move on, or do you help people figure out what their passion is? Wow, you <laughs> it, it sounds like perfect because actually it's something that you don't know um is that I've been working with Janet Adwood. Um Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes. So I was recently and this is crazy that you asked that question because I was recently certified in her program called the Passion Test. So right. one of the things that I do with people is before we get started with, you know, our marketing program and positioning program is that I help them figure out what their top five passions are and again that's in your life which includes your business which includes the mission that that you have on this planet so I help them figure out what those passions are and then we go into how to balance them and how to make things happen. So I think that that is why I live so happy and positive and energized all the time because I'm in tune with people's passions and there is nothing more beautiful than a passionate person, a person that is living on purpose just like you know <laughs> your magazine is called. So it, it's really amazing to be in tune and to be aligned with your passion. Right. You know, that's so important. Um, and a lot of people, you know, they're just so lost in finding it and everything. And I'm, and I'm glad you used her course. The Passion Test is an incredible course. Um, and her, she has a great book out. Um, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but the, the other thing is, um, what we don't realize sometimes is what we feel once we find our passion that we're just going to be driven and everything's going to be great. Not necessarily true. I mean, I think you have, everybody has to realize that there's no such thing as instant gratification, that uh, you, that you have to focus on things and make plans and, and, and everything that's worth it takes work. So it's not, by finding your passion, you're not done, right? Well, I found my passion at seven years old, and I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm not 12. (laughs) (laughs) So it it does take time. And, you know, the thing about balance, though, is that sometimes, sometimes contrast, not so much balance, is that you have to be in tune with what you love, so that, you know, it doesn't seem like ages and you're not living through torture while you wait for the harvest time to come. So I think that, you know, remembering to smile and to be grateful and to kind of go with the flow, I think being present in the moment is is kind of a woo-woo term, but it means a lot when you are actually living a system a systematic method that will allow you to move to the next level. So one thing that I that I always use, one example that I always use is the trapeze. You know, how you are on one side, then you're suspended on on, on the earth for a, a minute or two, or a second or two, sorry. And then you go and ha- go get a hold of the other handle. And then you are on the other side. Sometimes there's that little suspension time where you don't know where you're standing. You just have to trust. You know, there's a reason why you were given this passion. There's a reason why you were put on earth to to deliver these gifts. And it would be a waste to let it die with you. You know, those gifts, those ideas, those uh, that creativity, and and those. Things, those messages that you have will help other people. And I don't know if, you, if you've ever heard this, JW, but something that I always say is that people tend to suffer from what I call selfish humility. You know, they... they selfish reality? Selfish humility. Oh, humility. Yeah. They think that by being humble, they're helping somebody. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. No, yeah, too many people, I, I believe like you do, too many people believe that they have to get sick to make somebody well and, and poor to make somebody rich and they have to lose for somebody else to win or they have to, mm -hmm. uh, somebody else has to get screwed for them to win and, and that's just so not true. Absolutely, that, that is a, a misconception, a, a huge one. Um, well, that's why you and I get along so well, because we both believe that everybody can be in abundance. The law of reciprocity says everybody can be in abundance and still win. Yes. Win, win, win. <laughs> win, win, win. Let's talk about what you do now, okay? And that is you teach women and men and people how to gain expert credibility, visibility, and profitability. Is that true? Yes, that is that is right. I I have a system called the Gorilla Positioning System, and I teach people through that process how to position themselves as experts so that their message can be heard, so that they can stand out, so that they can um, gain a position in the mind of the consumer. I don't know if you're familiar with what positioning is, um, but it's a term that was coined by Al Rice and Jack Trout, and what they did is they wrote a series of articles about how we live in a very over-communicated, over-noted society, and that there's so much information that people just don't know what to do and wh where to go. And the loyalty of a brand has been pretty much lost. Because there, there are so many options. So what right. they created or what their um, theory is that instead of doing something to a product or service idea or to a person, what you do is that you work with the mind of the consumer to gain a position in the mind of the consumer and they recognize you as the leader or the go-to product, service, person, idea. So I work with people that want to position themselves as their brand, their personal brand, as the go-to person in their industry. And mm. that means that they are first, the first choice that comes to their prospect's mind uh, when their needs or wants or wishes fall into the category of the expert that we're positioning. Yeah, we used to call that in sales 101, top of mind, awareness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's very, that's probably the most important part of a sales, uh, in sales and getting yourself out there, because most people think there's a sales cycle that looks like a bell curve, where everybody has time to uh, check all the options and check all the prices, but the truth is, say you have a computer system, you want to buy a new one. Um, most people don't buy a new computer until their other one fails. And when it fails, if you're the person that they know the best, as the best expert, the one they know that shows up all the time, the one that always has been helpful in the past, um, the one they see most often, they're going to call you first. And that when their computer is broken down, price is no option, and they're going to listen to what you have to say. Yes, and that's why visibility plays a real big part into expert positioning because if you are not visible, if you are nowhere to be seen, people are not going to think of you automatically. And that that is, a, you know, top of mind position is, is the position to be on. And if you're not visible, you're not ever going to get it. And, and you know, Al Rice and, and Jack Trout wrote this book well before the Internet. And mm -hmm. it's now it's worse or it's better, I would say, that the situation um, needs, you know, and calls for, for a strategy that's even more aggressive, that's yeah. even more, more intentional, and that's even more um, consistent. I'm glad you said intentional because uh, I, I just spoke to Jay Conrad Levinson, who you're friends with, for, and in fact, you helped me get the interview, so I thank you very much for that. Uh, you're welcome. You were, you were key in that, and, and I so appreciate it. And he talks about love and business, and, um, and, and when he talks about guerrilla marketing, and I think that part of this is a takeoff of that, and that is you, you need to get positioned, but nowadays with the Internet and all the competition and all the noise out there, you've got to take these guerrilla concepts seriously. Yes, absolutely. And actually, 
um, I was teaching social media marketing um, at his intensive a week a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. and that's why I'm a gorilla. I I follow Jay's uh, strategies. I've I've been following them since I was in college, and uh, in the Dominican Republic, it is required that you read all of Jay's books. Um, right. In order to go through the, the MBA, but um, but yes, you know, there are so many resources out there that don't require a lot of money, that just require your creativity, your time, and that is what Gorilla is all about. So that's why I say that I'm in the Gorilla position in business because it, I think and act in in really plan everything as a gorilla. The people that I help are people like me that don't have a lot of resources and and that probably don't think that they have a lot of time, but they do have a big message to get out. So we work together to position them as experts so that they can maximize their visibility, help their credibility go up, and then get the profitability, which is what will help them really help others at a greater scale. Well, well, let's go into that a little bit because, you know, the first thing you, I would imagine, would be said if you said, I'm gonna, I want to teach you how to position yourself as an expert. Um, first thing I would think of, if I didn't know better, was what's the expectation of an expert and do I fit that? And um, and that would hold me back from wanting to be an expert. I'd say, why would I want to be an expert? How do I? Why would I want to say I know more than anybody else? Well, Did you delve yeah. into that? Yes, absolutely. And that is, I think, the number one uh, thing that holds people back from positioning themselves as an expert. It's mm-hmm. you know, saying, I don't know that people want to hear from me, and I don't know if I'm an expert in the first place. I, I don't think I can call myself that. And the one thing that I always say is being an expert is not about you and what you know. It's about your audience and what you can teach them. So right. what, what <laughs> that I is important. <laughs> yes. So, you know, if I, you go and let's take kids, you know, I homeschool my children, but, but if you go to school and you and you think about this, a first grader thinks that a third grader is an expert. So, so, you know, if you can teach someone something valuable that will help them move to the next level, then you have to be teaching that person that. If you have a product, a service, a message, uh, and a skill, an approach even, that will save people time, energy, money, that will make their lives better, that will help them reach their goals, that will solve a problem, that will, uh, you know, just be something that they want, need, or desire, or wish, then don't let that hold you back. Don't let your selfish humility hold you back. And, and basically, you can be the catalyst for change in other people. Yes, there are a lot of people that probably know a lot more on this subject than you do. Nobody ever knows 100%. Like I said, you know, I was teaching at Jay's Intensive because he said, you know more about social media than I do. And he's a humble expert. You know, he Mm -hmm. knows that he invented guerrilla marketing. He coined the phrase. He he created all of the weapons. He is an expert. I, if there are any true experts, he's one. And I will tell you, he considers me an expert of different subjects. And we're all experts in our own right. But if you are thinking about positioning yourself as an expert, there are expectations because what I say is that you have to work through positioning your your expertise. It's not like uh, these people that want to say, oh, I'm an expert, and they don't follow up, they don't walk the talk, because integrity is the biggest secret, the biggest, most important element of the expertise. 
if you say I can help this person and you don't have the the knowledge, the experience and the results to back it up, then you are a clown, you're not an expert. Right. Well, you made the best analogy, and that is um, if I'm going to teach a seventh grader how to be a great seventh grader, um, several things. I don't have to be a professor at a, at Harvard. I could be a, just a really exceptional eighth grader. Yes. And uh, so I, I love that. I love that analogy, which means there's always somebody that knows less than you do about and wanting to get to your level. That doesn't mean you might know everything. Um, and the other thing is being fearful of maybe being asked a question that you can't answer or you don't know is going to always happen, even to the professor. So what you want to do is be able to just be transparent, authentic, and be able to say, you know, I don't know. Yes, and, you know, an expert is always learning. And, and that, you know, leaders are learners. I, I learned that, you know, a long time ago. And, and they are open. They, they don't have unspeakable truths or secrets. I, I think that a person that is open and, like you said, genuine and a person that once is willing to keep on learning, to keep on investigating, researching, um, and that is kind of curious about what new system, new tools, new training, are out there, um, that is the person that is considered an expert. And when you go to, think of an expert panel. I actually mm-hmm. have been to, to conferences where some men are called into an expert panel just because they are men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if some women go to that expert panel just because they are women. So if you're an expert being a woman, it's not that you're the the only woman in the world or the only one that knows about it. It's just that you are one of the people that I can ask questions and say, okay, you're a woman. What What is your take on this or what is, is your experience? So even though you may have a different approach, a different experience as somebody that is in the same field, you may think that that's a, a flaw or uh, a hole in the system, but it may be the one thing that helps you move forward as an expert in that field. Right. No, so that makes sense. And you brought it. You brought up something that I think is important that we need to speak about because you teach um, people how to how to gain gain the credibility and visibility and profitability. And one of the things that you're you seem to be very um, strong uh, about is systems, and you spoke about it a couple times here. So what's the, first of all, what's the importance of having a system? I think most people know, but for some that don't, what's the importance of having a system? Well, I, I like to sum it up in the, the acronym, save yourself time, energy, and money. I think that, you know, so many people like to reinvent the wheel and to do things at a different at a different pace and on a different sequence. And I think, you know, recipes are the best example of this. When you know exactly how much of this, how much of that, and, and when to do it, and when you have a systematic sequence of activity and tool and resource, then the recipe is going to be successful as far as you follow it or to the extent that you follow it. And I think that having a system is going to save you energy, time, and money because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to do a lot of guesswork. It's something certain that it's guaranteed to work every time. So it'll clear up your mind because you're, you can rest assured that it'll work as it has worked in the past. But it's also something that is systematic that you can kind of put in autopilot sometimes and it'll free you up of your time and your energy so that you can live life and you can re-energize yourself every time. Wow. 
that's in, that's really important. I think it also keeps you on, it, it really keeps you on track to what you're trying to accomplish, and um, and I and it also keeps you on track to not trying to please the world, but only deal with the people that you're trying to help. To focus yeah. on those. Oh, that is so important. Uh, I've heard you talk about seven P's of guerrilla positioning. What the heck are those? <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, in my system, um, there are seven tools that we use um, to get to that expert status. And they're not in a particular order because what I like to do is use a mix of those that makes the most sense. Um, and so they're not in any particular order. But I'll share them with you so that, you know, your audience knows that they can, they must get started right now, at least with one of these, so that they can maximize their visibility and their credibility and their profitability. And these okay. are, number one, presence, and that refers to having a website and having a social media presence. So anything mm -hmm. that has to do with the Internet, um, your presence on the web is is absolutely necessary. If you're not online, you don't exist to 87% of people that are buying, uh, you know, services, products, and, and ideas out there. Um, the number two is publishing. And this one particularly helped me so much um, to get credibility, um, which is very needed if you talk, if you're out there talking and, and networking and getting your name and your brand out there and you're not credible, then it might as well not happen. It's, you know, the results that you're going to get from being a published author is that your credibility will allow you to be a person whose voice is heard and whose ideas are important. Um, number three is press, and that stands for press releases and PR and free publicity. So being an agent of the media, being a person that the media loves to talk to, and a lot of people, you know, think, oh, you know, NBC, MSNBC, the New York Times, the media could be any medium in which your voice can be heard. So a blog, um, free press release that you can do online. Um, and one quick tip, JW, is that a lot of people out there fail to have a media page on their website. Right. And, and as a web designer, that is that is the one thing that I always recommend is that people... Um, if you're a professional if, and if you want to get credibility and visibility, the main thing to do is to ha kind of have a hub for the media to be able to get your your bio, your picture, and the things that they need in order to quote you or interview you. Um, if if um, you can go to elinafernandez.com, my website, and if you click on the media page, there's a cool example that you can mimic there. Um, number four is product strategy. And what that means is basically having a product structure. When we're talking about systems, this is a, a good one. It's a, a funnel on how people are going to be doing business with you and having a strategy that will allow you to position yourself as an expert um, selling your information and selling things that will free uh, up your time. Um, well, let's stop there for a second because mm -hmm. because um, the reason one of the reasons you're here is because you're speaking at uh, Bob Bear's um, more power uh, more po morepowerlive.com. Mm -hmm. And Bob Bear is, a, you know, one of our mutual friends. Actually, I didn't know he knew you. And when I was talking, and he said he brought up your name, I was going to go, Bob, I, I know her. <laughs> when he brought me, he brought you up as one of the speakers. Oh, I go, oh my gosh, I know her. Anyway, uh, one of the people speaking there is Laura Langemeyer, and that's one yeah. of her big things. Is you don't have a business if you're not if you don't have a way to collect money. In other words, you have a great product, but you have no website and no place for them to go to PayPal or something. Or if you yeah. go, they go to your website, you want to make money. Your website, but you have no product to sell. How are you supposed to? <laughs> that's the number one question. How you then? How you expect to make any money? So this is, the product is very important. Yes. 
He's on Monday. And I wanted to, I wanted to mention, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't really mean to cut you off, but I really wanted to mention Bob Bear's More Power Live, because you're going to be speaking there uh, September 20th through the 23rd, and I want everybody to go and see you, and I know you're going to be hanging out and, and uh, working the event, um, so I want, you know, so they can actually speak to you after you speak and ask you questions and learn stuff from you. Um, so that's going to be in Dallas, Texas, September 20th through the 23rd. Go to morepowerlive.com. And, by the way, um, spell your first name for us because they can't go to your website if they can't spell your name. Okay, it's E-L-A-Y-N-A. Okay. Fernandez.com. Okay. So, anyway, I'm sorry, I cut you off. So no, you were talking about products? That's brilliant. The product strategy, and then the last three are promotion, public speaking, and partnerships. And actually, I was going to share with you that most of these piece, people are going to be learning at More Power Live. And, um, you know, I was part of the blueprint, designing the blueprint of the event, actually, and mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that our attendees would learn about this piece. So we have publishing, we have David Hancock talking about that. He's the yes, from Morgan James Publishing, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And we yes. have um, R.V. Robinson is going to be talking about public speaking. Wonderful. We have um, Paul Miltenberger is going to be talking about partnerships. Um, I'm going to be talking about the presence, you know, especially social media. Um, so how to maximize your profits by using Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, and, and WordPress blogs. So we're going to have, a, a, you know, you mentioned Laurel and her product strategy, which is, I think, the most brilliant one that I've ever seen. And she's uh, just amazing at creating cash machines, she calls it. <laughs> and so... So, yes, I, I, I'm so excited that you mentioned the event, and, and we are just thrilled. And I actually have an offer for your listeners, if you'd like me to share it. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I have some free tickets, and oh. there aren't many. There aren't many, but um, if any of you want to go to morepowerlive.com slash Elina Free and see I'm going to have to spell my name again but um, the catch is that you go and register while the link is up I don't know how long we're going to have it up but it is morepowerlive.com slash E-L-A-Y-N-A and then the word free not faces make sure you get there through there um so that you can get the ticket comped. So, um, well, say that one more time because I don't know if I, I heard it all. Day. So it's morepowerlive.com slash Alina what? Free. F-R-E-E. Free. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. I'm Alina. And if, if you don't get there on time and you have a strong reason why you need to be at the event, Send me an email and I'll see what I'll do. <laughs> there you go. Get in trouble. <laughs> I, well, you know, I know you guys want. Well, obviously, it's you know, it's a, an event and it needs to it needs to make money. You can't throw any more. You can't continue to yeah. do this and and help. Yeah. Uh, but I know that you and Bob want to make sure that uh, you know everybody who can go gets a chance to go. So um, you know, I'm sure if there's a hardship or, or but a reason you need to be there, you guys will work it out. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. And I know military is asked uh, if you're military. Uh, Bob's giving away free tickets to the military. Just go to the site and yeah. you'll go to the right hand side. You can see you can check that out. Yes. Yes. So this is this will be for non non veterans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, well, I love the veterans, but military people they really need to get out there and and uh, you know they're <laughs> they're going to be veterans really soon, so they really need to get going. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's go back. To, you know. Oh, go ahead. Yes. Well, I was just going to say that we want to honor anybody who's serving our country because, um, like you said, you know, today's 9-11, and we were just thinking about um, this important date and the important event that that happened. And I say important because um, even though it was tragic, 
we have learned a lot of lessons from the sacrifice of our armed forces and, you know, firefighters and, and, and the police um, force. So we just want to honor them, and we want to make sure that, that they get a chance to, to learn from these fantastic experts. I mean, just Jay Conrad Levinson and Laurel Langmeyer um, alone is just really a lot of wisdom and a lot of, a lot of strategies that they can utilize to, you know, moving forward to any arena. Right. We didn't mention that Jay Conrad Levinson, the author of, uh, the famous author of Gorilla Marketing, selling over 21 million copies, and I think he's authored 104 books now. I mean, he's the, he's the guy. He's the man. And uh, I understand that he's going to be giving the keynote uh, speech there. Oh, yes, he is. And, and just talking to Jay Conrad Levinson and hearing him speak is like going to college. And, and you don't even know how much wisdom and just amazing strategies you can learn. Just listening to his speech alone will be worth being at the conference and paying the, the admission. So if you're getting it for free, then you better get there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, this is a guy who, uh, you know, he talk about marketing. First of all, if you're in an MBA program in marketing, you, you, you have to read his books. They make mm-hmm. you read his book. It's part of the course. Uh, this is a guy who invent, you know, who came up with the Marlboro Man and the uh, Pillsbury Doughboy and the yeah. Flying the Friendly Skies and on and on and on and on. Uh, he taught people like uh, Bill Gates and uh, Michael and Dell. Right. I mean, just, I mean, this is, this is, this is a, this, it would be worth it just to go see him alone, but you're going to be there, yeah. so we want to see you, and uh, Bob Bear's <laughs> yeah. going to speak, and so many more. And I, but I want to get back right now, because it's, uh, once again, it's, uh, morepowerlive.com. Go over there, go register, get yourself a free ticket from, uh, Line of Free. And, uh, and I want to leave my people with a couple more while I got you, because it's not easy, it wasn't easy getting you, actually. <laughs> it was easier getting Jay. Thank you for that. But um, I got you on here. I want to give. I want to get some more of those wonderful nuggets of gold that uh, that sh- that you can put out. Um, I, and I wanted to mention, by the way, because I had forgotten, and that is um, uh, your mom thing. What's it called? I apologize. Um, oh, the Positive Mom Foundation. Positive Mom Foundation. I want you to mention that real quick. Yes, well, you know, because I've been so blessed working with my daughters and and they are so such amazing little girls, I and the things that I've done with them, the systems that, that I've put together in my home, believe it or not, I, I always say mind your mom business because I being a mother is is like running a business. You have to be intentional and you have to have strategies and you must definitely follow up and focus on those strategies in order to be successful. So I started a nonprofit foundation and it's a 501c3 um, called the Positive Mom Foundation that is focusing on teaching children values, character education, so that uh, we can have better citizens, better children, and a better future. And right. the family. Family unity and strengthening the family unit is is my focus with the Positive Mom Foundation. So that is my mission, and I'm just so blessed to be a part of it and to and to be a vessel for many moms who need motivation, who need tools, who need resources uh, to give their children a positive life. That's wondering how do we find that? Is it positivemom.com or what is that? Dot org. Positivemom.org. Dot org. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Well, let's get back to the meat and potatoes. Um, <laughs> one of the things you were talking about is um, getting yourself out there uh, in the press uh, and your yes. and uh, on purpose magazine. That's what I try to help people do, yes. and that is it's very important. People. Um, it's very important to get out there and get yourself press, and you'd be surprised. Uh, I think people would be surprised how many people are out there looking for great stories. Yes. And, Definitely. uh, you know, and you, well, however you get yourself out there, you need to get yourself out there. Um, and you brought up social media, 
And since you are kind of a social media kind of a you are a social media guru, uh, whether you like that term or not, you are. Um, <laughs> let, let's talk about that for a second because one of the things, and you and, and please uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, uh, and and you can you can speak to it. One of the things that um, I talk to people about when I talk about social media. So people are so afraid it's going to waste their time because there's so much to do and so much to learn. And and, and I'm going to have to say I agree to a point. First of all, I think that when you're talking about presence, you absolutely need to be there because if you're not there, your competition is. Uh, you know, I mean, you, you it's very hard nowadays to get, to, to get out there and get presence if nobody can find you. So you have to have a website, etc. But people ask me, do I need to have a website and do I need to have 20,000 followers and, and, and tweet every five seconds and be here and be there? And I keep telling people, you know, if you're going to make, social media your full-time job, then you probably are going about it the wrong way. It probably doesn't, your business probably doesn't need more than 25% of your time spent on social media, but you still need to be out there. So can you speak to that, and can you tell us what is the best way to utilize your your time on social media? Absolutely. Well, I think that, you know, the the thing is that before you start planning out your time, you have to have an intention. You have to be clear about what it is that you want to get out of social media. Sometimes it's, you know, just brand awareness. Sometimes it's to get more traffic to your website. So what is the, you know, what is the reason why you want to do social media? And then I have a formula uh, that's an acronym. Again, I love acronyms. <laughs> and that's why I'm, I'm a homeschooling mom, so you can't appreciate my, my teaching methods. But... um. My acronym is liked. So when somebody likes you on social media, um, there's a reason why this happens. And to, in order to get more, more likes and followers and eventually profit uh, from your exposure, from the visibility and credibility that you gain, it's, number one, the L, is listen first. So you have to know what people are saying, what they are looking for, how you're going to help them reach their goal or solve their problem. Then the I is for interact and build relationships. You're going to start commenting on people's uh, posts and and really engaging and interacting with what they are saying. Then the K is for keep it simple. So you're going to start, you know, making, uh, this is when you you think about that schedule. Um, mm-hmm. making a little schedule and saying, I'm going to be present in these networks and start small. So maybe you can tackle Facebook and LinkedIn first. Let's just say an example. Um, it will depend on your purpose again. So if you're looking for B2B um, strategies, LinkedIn will make more sense than Facebook will. So, right. you know, with your intention in mind, you want to keep it simple and start out small and say, I'm going to dedicate this amount of minutes. And I know that, like me, you are a believer in the compound effect. It's right. not, you know, staying on social media for three days and not going to sleep and not eating and then dropping the ball. It's just going a few minutes every day, being consistent, doing a variety of things, so you're going to create a simple but powerful social media calendar, and on it you're going to say how long you're going to stay, spend on social media, where you're going to spend it, and what you're going to do. Um, and, again, keep it simple. Keep it doable so that you can be consistent in doing it. I started with one fan just like everybody else, and now I have, you know, combined with Facebook and Twitter over 100,000. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a compound effect. Then the E of liked is educate. So you're going to educate and empower, entertain, encourage people and engage with people, you're going to start posting content that actually makes them think, like answers to your questions, um, comments uh, about things that you post, like articles, pictures, um, quotes, short messages, uh, thought-provoking questions, and something funny but relevant to a topic. So. You know, you want to make sure that there's a variety of content, that you're not just doing the same thing over and over again and that you're not selling. 
um, because nobody likes to be sold. Um, right. And the D is for do it. <laughs> you know, it, you have to actually get it done. And the thing uh, about doing it is that I have three ways in which you definitely must do it. Number one is authentically. You know, you go and engage in my page. I'm going to be talking about things that I personally have experienced, believed, and 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 understand myself. Uh, you're going to do it consistently. So if you are planning to post once a week on Wednesday, make sure that you're posting once a week on Wednesday. And you're going to do it strategically. If you're going to be posting on Facebook groups or LinkedIn groups, make sure those are groups that count what your audience is hanging out or will be hanging out. So, you know, listening, interacting, keeping simple, educating, and doing it consistently, authentically, and strategically. That is how you make money on social media. If you're not following the steps, then you're just kind of chasing your tail. Is that how they say it? <laughs> right. No, that's exactly yeah. how they say it. Yeah. So, so that's what it is, is having an intentional calendar, I would say. Yeah, well, I like that. There's a couple things you said that I really like, and one of them is putting out content because content is uh, king, but you have to be mindful about your content, and that is if you're trying to sell pool supplies, you're not going to be putting out pictures of kitty cats in cute poses. Yeah. You're going to get people liking those, but they're not going to buy pool supplies from you. Yeah. Uh, maybe you want to put out stories about how to keep your pool at the, you know, at the right uh, chemical levels or, or when it needs to be drained or, uh, you know, those kind of things and, yeah, and new equipment. Even, absolutely, and, and I was going to say even sunscreen that you wear at the pool. So it doesn't have to be, you know, exactly, if you think your topic is, is too boring to come up with something new every day, you know, work around it, be a gorilla, right? And, and right. talk about the pool without talking about the pool equipment. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people don't realize either that they think they have to write these big things. Uh, I know a lot of bloggers that have a lot of success by writing one story and breaking it down into maybe five. Yes, yes. So it's not the, the quantity, it's the quality, and, and it's the interaction. You know, if you're doing something authentically and consistently and you have a strategy behind it, that is something that is going to absolutely create success for you. Um, now, when you just sit down and say, oh, I have to be on Facebook and what am I going to post? And you just sit down, you're going to go blank and you're going to dread it because it's not a strategy. It's not, you know, when you go to a networking event um, and it's the same thing but offline, you have to get in your car and, you know, get your hair and nails done if you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and right. you have to you have to spend all this time there and buy lunch and social media is free you don't have to do any of that and it will produce the same or even more results because you're connecting on a greater scale so as a mom entrepreneur I can tell you that I love social media that's probably why everybody comes to me for social media advice and I, I wrote a book about it because it is brilliant. I can do it in my pajamas. <laughs> and, you know, so it's it's great. And you can do it from the phone. You just have to have a schedule and a strategy. Okay, so also uh, as CEO, Designed to Impress, you've done a lot of stuff. Spokesman, um, you've been a spokesperson. Oh, uh, you've done, I mean, I could, your resume is actually quite long, um, but uh, they can probably figure this all out by going to your site um, and uh, what? And your book, by the way. What's the name of your book? Um, I have several books. But, um, the social media book is called Social Media Success Made Possible, mm -hmm. and um, uh, it's, it's a very, very clear um, book for beginners. Um, I always joke around, you know, it's, it's written for a five-year-old. <laughs> you don't have to be five. <laughs> because um, my kids are my number one fans, and they, they are reading my books, and they understand them. So, you know, and, and I wrote that one, and they, one of them was, was five. Um, but basically, um, you know, it really helps 
to get started. So if you're a beginner and you want to understand how it all works and, and why it makes sense for business, that is the book for you. And by the way, I want to share with you that I was nominated as Mom Entrepreneur of the Year. Wow. And Congratulations. Yes, thank you. So, you know, um, I'm really excited about that. And, and my girls actually created an event on Facebook so that people would vote for me. So I'm, uh, I'm celebrating already. Being nominated, of course, is, is a, quite a, a, an honor, but just being the winner in my daughter's eyes is just something that I, I just have to share because I'm so happy that they, they believe in me. And, and, you know, that's, that's why I do what I do because when you, when you just give an example to, to the next generation, it doesn't have to be your own children. It could be, you know, your neighbor's children or people that you mentor. Um, it makes a huge difference and it changes a life. Well, I think that everybody needs to get down to Bob Bear's um, More Power Live uh, conference uh, so they can come and see you because yeah. you you homeschool your children. I know your girl. I know because I know you that your girls always come first, and you're still successful in business. Um, and that and that is something you can teach through your systems, and you keep. You, no matter what we've talked about, you've always been very consistent in this call and, and, and all times about the systems, and you said it yourself. Being consistent and persistent will get you there mm-hmm. with the, if, you, if you put down a good system and you're consistent and persistent about it, you will get there, um, you, but you've got to give yourself time. And the other thing you mentioned, because you mentioned it, was getting close and then stopping because you didn't you spend three months and it didn't work, so you walk away. There's a great book uh, called Three Feet from Gold. I think you know that book. Oh, yes, absolutely. And Love it. people always ask me, when do I know to quit? And I always tell them, you know, um, you could be three feet from gold. Here's the, here's the way you, this is the way you know you're close, is when you're ready to give up. When you're totally ready to give up, that's when you need to push through harder <laughs> because yeah. you're, you're almost there. And everybody I know that gave up didn't make it. Everybody who said, I, I just, all I wanted to do, everything, every cell in my body screams quit. And I decided to push through just a little more. And that's when they got success. And, and I know that, uh, I know you've had a lot of that yourself. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that is, that is wisdom because when you quit, you don't know how the story will end. And it's just, it's just wonderful because the only way to fail is to quit. So I just love that you share that with the audience. Quitting is not the way. If you persevere, you're you're just three feet away, and you'll get massive success that will get you uh, not not just you, but will make a difference for yourself, for your life, for the people that love you and you love, and just people all around you and think of, you know, the people that made it big and that just are down in history as the greatest people in the world and they just have inspired so much. We share their quotes, you we we talk about their success, we we are inspired by their stories and that could be us. And that's what we could do for other people that come, you know, after us, that we can leave a legacy of love and of example to others. Well, Alina, I am so glad that you came on today. First of all, I want to tell everybody, since since Alina is speaking at uh, Bob, uh, at Bob Bear's More Power Live, I'd like you to check that out. Uh, go to morepowerlive.com. That's September 20th through the 23rd. I want you to go to alinafernandez.com. Uh, Alina is E-L-E-N. Oops, I, I, I'm going to say it wrong. Spell your name. <laughs> E-L-A-Y-N-A. E-L-A-Y-N-A. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Go to her site. She has great stuff on her site. Um, and they People, you need to know her if you really want to get out there. She's been, she has a whole plethora of press that she's done. She can show you how to do it too. And, um, you're just a four foot nine powerhouse, let me tell you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I would have loved talking to you today. 
I would have loved talking to you today just to say hello and catch up because I haven't talked to you in a while. But, you know, uh, I always enjoy your company and I always enjoy seeing you. And um, I hope uh, we'll, we'll get to, I know you're going to be at Author 101 too, right? Correct? Yes, yes, I will be yes. there. Yes. yes, Author 101, Rick Frischman's Author 101, and uh, always a favorite event of mine also. Um, but can I let you, can I uh, give you a second to leave a parting word for everybody, a parting thought? Oh, yes. Thank you so much for that opportunity. Well, I, I would like to just say that people like us entrepreneurs just make this country. We make the economy. We drive business, we drive innovation, we drive ideas, we are needed. We make a difference. And so at morepowerlive.com, we will be together, we will be united, we will learn ideas, strategies, tactics, and thoughts and wisdom that will not only drive our businesses individually, but we will create a better economy for our country. We will honor those who have fought to protect this country. And being 9-11, I think that there's nothing more fitting right now than to honor those heroes that have fought and protected our, our countries by doing our part. And at More Power Live, you will learn how you can best do your part. For you, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your family, and you owe it to this country. Um, see you there. I'll give you a big hug, and you'll have to bend down, but it'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a great you, I can attest you're a great hugger. This is J.W. Nigerian with On Purpose Magazine speaking to Alina Fernandez. Um, Alina, thank you so, so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Everybody, have a great day and an even better tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine. You can find On Purpose Magazine at onpurposemagazine.com. On Purpose Magazine and JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2012, and all rights are reserved.